Welcome to Morning Soap. At Fusion Church, our desire is that every believer would not just attend church, but also hear from God daily through His Word. As we read the Bible, we begin to see how God responds to things. Doing daily devotions repatterns the way we think, transforms the spirit of our mind, and helps us become more like Jesus. Join us here, Monday through Friday, as various pastors and leaders at Fusion Church share devotion and teaching through that day's soap scripture. Download the current soap reading plan at fusionchurch.cc soap. Good morning, good morning, Fusion Church. Motivational Monday, the beginning of a fresh week. Thank you, Jesus, for yesterday. What a, what a word. Pastor uh, uh, preached yesterday. God was in the house. Lives were touched. We were so blessed, so blessed. And uh, today we find ourselves in Joshua 10. Let us begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your goodness, your mercy, your grace. I thank you that you are so good to us, Father. I thank you for this morning, for those who are watching and listening. Father God, I pray that you would just speak to our hearts. Let it be you and not us, Father God. I thank you for the victory that is ours in advance, Father God. I thank you for what you're doing, what you have done, and what you're going to continue to do in our homes, our family, our church, our nation. For this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Stretch if you need to. All right. My lovely Sandra will be sharing the word this morning. Okay. Good morning. I'm reading out of the NIV version. Uh, This is Joshua 10, starting with verse 1. It says, Now Adonai Zedek, king of Jerusalem, heard that Joshua had taken Ai and totally destroyed it, doing to Ai and its king as he had done to Jericho and its king, and and that the people of Gibeon had made a treaty of peace with Israel and were living near them. He and his people were very much alarmed at this because Gibeon was an important city, like one of the royal cities. It was larger than Ai, and all its men were good fighters. So Adonai Zedek, king of Jerusalem, appealed to Hoam, king of Hebron, Piram, king of Jarmuth, Japhia, king of Lachish, and Debir, king of Eglon. Come up and help me attack Gibeon, he said, because it has made peace with Joshua and the Israelites. Then the five kings of Amorites, the kings of Jerusalem, Hebron, Jarmuth, Lachish, and Eglon joined forces. They moved up with all their troops and took up positions against Gibeon and attacked it. The Gibeonites then sent word to Joshua in the camp at Gilgal. Do not abandon your servants. Come up as quickly and save us. Help us. Because all the Amorite kings from the hill country have joined forces against us. So Joshua marched up from Gilgal with his entire army, including all the best fighting men. The Lord said to Joshua, do not be afraid of them. I have given them into your hand. Not one of them will be able to withstand you. After an all-night march from Gilga, Joshua took them by surprise. The Lord threw them into confusion before Israel, who defeated them in a great victory at Gibeon. Israel pursued them along the road going up to Beth Horon and cut them down all the way to Azekai and Mac- Macadiah. 
as they fled before Israel on the road down from Beth Horon to Azekai, the Lord hurled large hailstones down on from the sky, and more of them died from the hailstones than were killed by the swords of the Israelites. One, excuse me, on the day the Lord gave the Amorites over to Israel, Joshua said to the Lord in the presence of Israel, O sun, stand over Gibeon, O moon, over the valley of uh, Ajalon. So the sun stood still and the moon stopped till the nation avenged itself on its enemies, as it's written in the book of Jarsha. The sun stopped in the middle of the sky and delayed going down about a full day. There, there has never been a day like it before or since, a day when the Lord listened to a man. Surely the Lord was fighting for Israel. Then Joshua returned with all Israel to the camp of Gilgal. Now the five kings had fled and hidden in the cave of Maccadiah. When Joshua was told that the five kings had been found hiding in the cave of Maccadia, he said, roll large rocks up to the mouth of the cave and post some men there to guard it. But don't stop. Pursue your enemies. Attack them from the rear and don't let them reach into, excuse me, their cities. For the Lord your God has given them into your hand. So Joshua and the Israelites destroyed them completely, almost almost to a man, but the few who were left reached their fortified cities. The whole army then returned safely to Joshua in the camp of Maccadia, and no one uttered a word against the Israelites. Joshua said, open the mouth, mouth of the cave and bring those five kings out to me. So they brought the five kings out of the cave, the kings of Jerusalem, Hebron, Jarmuth, Lachish, and Eglon. When they had brought these kings to Joshua, he summoned all the men of Israel and said to the army commanders who had come with him, come here and put your feet on their necks, on the necks of these kings. So they came forward and placed their feet on their necks. Joshua said to them, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Be strong and courageous. This is what the Lord will do to all the enemies you are going to fight. Then Joshua struck and killed the kings and hung them on five trees, and they were left hanging on the trees until evening. At sunset, Joshua gave the order, and they took them down from the trees, threw them into the cave where they had been hiding. At the mouth of the cave, they placed large rocks, which are there to this day. That day, Joshua took Maccadia. He put the city and its king to the sword, and totally destroyed everyone in it. He left no survivors. And did to the king of Maccadia as he had done to the king of Jericho. Then Joshua and all Israel with him moved on from Maccadia to Lebna and attacked it. The Lord also gave that city and its king into Israel's hand. The city and everyone in it, Joshua put to the sword. He left no survivors there. And he did to its king as he had done to the king of Jericho. Then Joshua and all Israel with him moved on from Lebna to Lachish. He took up positions against it and attacked it. The Lord handed Lachish over to Israel and Joshua took it on the second day. The city and everyone in it, uh, he put to the sword just as he had done to Le Libna. Meanwhile, Horam, king of Gezer, 
had come up to Lachish, but Joshua defeated him and his army until until no survivors were left. Then Joshua and all Israel with him moved on from Lachish to Eglon. They took up positions against it and attacked it. They captured it that same day and put put it to the sword and totally destroyed everyone in it, just as they had done to Lachish. Then Joshua and all Israel with him went up from Eglon to Hebron and attacked it. They took the city and put the sword to it, together with its king, its villages, and everyone in it. They left no survivors. Just as at Eglon, they totally destroyed it and everyone in it. Then Joshua and all Israel with him turned around and attacked Debir. They took the city, its kings, and its villages and put them to the sword. Everyone in it, they totally destroyed. They left no survivors. They did to Debir and its king as they had done to Libna and its king and to Hebron. So Joshua subdued the whole region including the hill country, the Negev, the western foothills, and the mountain slopes, together with their kings. He left no survivors. He totally destroyed all who breathed, just as the Lord, the God of Israel, had commanded. Joshua subdued them from Kadesh, Barnea, to Gaza, and the whole region of Goshen to Gibeon. All these kings and their lands Joshua conquered in one campaign because the Lord, the God of Israel, fought for Israel. Then Joshua returned with all Israel to the camp of Gilgal. Amen. 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 Wow, man. Thank you, Sandra. Wow. Wow. And, you know, the, the, the one word here that, that kept sticking was as 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 my lovely Sandra was reading, they left no survivors. They left no one, you know, and that pretty much sums it all that, you know, if God is for us, who can be against us? You know, if God is for us, who can be against us? You know, in this particular book, you know, it's, it's, it's about war, but it's about trusting God. It's about moving forward in the Lord. And, 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 but guess what? Most of the time, we don't have to do anything. The Lord would do it for us because the Lord, you know, will cause fear. Because if you look at what verse one said, and it came to pass as the king of, of Jerusalem heard that Joshua, you know, uh, you know, had this, has taken at the AI and already destroyed it, you know, you know, he became fearful. He became fearful that in verse two, he says, and they feared greatly. It was not a small fear. They were terrified. They were terrified of what Joshua was, has done and it was doing, you know, that, you know, because he said, and now, you know, it, it you know, they, they, they're going to be, they're going to be able to attack us. You know, that, that's, that's how he felt, you know? And so, so what does he do? Well, when somebody fears, sometimes somebody at the people do all kinds of crazy stuff, you know, and, and he, he wanted to get some help, but, but look what the Lord, you know, the Lord will cause your enemies to fear you, you know, your enemies to fear you. In Deuteronomy eleven twenty five, he said, you know, the word of God says, no man shall be able to stand against you. Come on now. No one, you know, the Lord, your God will put the dread of you. <laughs> oh man, the dread of you, Nicole, he will put on your enemy. Oh man, this is awesome. You know, and, and, and he says, 
and the fear of you. Come on now. And the fear of you. You know, and, and pretty much what it's telling me right now is that we need to stop running away from the battle. We need to run into the battle. Because as you're running away from the battle, you're leaving your back exposed. You know, we need to hit this head on with the word of God. We need to know this God that we serve in a personal way, not just by historically, but what he is to you, what he has done for us. Look what he's done for Israel. You know, as we read this particular whole chapter, you know, that the Lord was with Joshua, you know, so the Lord is with us, you know, so as we study the word of God and how he moved in the life of his people, the church, he is still the same powerful and loving God as he was back then. He is able to move upon our lives, our home, and our nation, you know, so, you know, the fear that the king of, of Jerusalem felt caused him to look for help, you know. So he started calling all his homies, you know, all his homies from, you know, from East L.A., you know, New York City. He started calling them all up and say, hey, you got to come. You got to come and help me. You got to come and help me because he was fearful. He says there in verse four, uh, come to me and help me, he was saying that we may attack Ibian, for it has made peace with Joshua and with the children of Israel. So he was fearful. He was fearful. So all these kings, all these five kings, they set themselves to attack. They got together. They had their powwow, you know, and they said, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to conquer them. We're going to take, take them, you know. So what did, so what does, uh, what does Joshua do, you know? And, and, and he says in verse 7, So Joshua ascended from Gilgal, he and all of the people of war with him, and the mighty men of valor. Every time we face a situation, a trial, we need not fear, for God is before us. Deuteronomy 31.8, you know, this is a powerful verse. He says, he says, and the Lord. He is the one who goes before you. <laughs> he goes before you. We don't need to fear. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. Do not fear. This is a word for somebody this morning that you feel that you are in the, in the, in the middle of a battle, you know, that you're facing. God is telling you, do not fear or be dismayed. I am with you. I am for you. You know, it says in verse eight, and the Lord said to Joshua, do not fear them. Come on now. You know, the Lord has been telling Joshua all along, do not fear. I have delivered them into your hands. You know, if God tells me he delivered all my 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 the, the my enemies to my hand you know that means that i have the victory because he already has delivered doesn't mean that i have to do all the fighting because that he has delivered he knows what he's doing and he can do a better job than me and he was telling him i have delivered them into your hands not a man shall stand before you 
Come on, that's a word for one of you this morning. Not a man will stand against you. You know, fear is the number one thing that will keep us from our victory. Fear. You know, God's the word of God says, I have not given you a spirit of fear, but of a sound mind. You know, we need to make sure that we take his word and we read his word and we make that word personal. We take that word into ourselves and we stand by that word. In Joshua 8, 1, it says, now the Lord said to Joshua, do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. Take all the people of war with you and arise. That means that, you know, he had to do something. He had to get up. And God is telling us this morning, we need to get up. We need to stop laying down, thinking that, and playing dead to the enemy. We need to get up and voice. Speak it out. You know, declare it. He says, and rise up and go up uh, to uh, Ai and see, I have given unto your hand the king of Ai, his people, his city, and the land. He's given us everything. The victory is already yours. The victory is already yours. You know, in Joshua 1, 9, what is it, 1, 9, look what it says. I have not commanded you to be strong and have good courage. Do not be afraid nor dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. You are not alone. You are not fighting by yourself. You have the Lord on your side. He is with you and he goes before you. And he's already making a way. You know, when everything is falling apart and everything seems impossible and you're pulling out your hair, well, I don't have no hair to pull, but if you're pulling out your hair, you know, and saying, how come this and how come that? God is telling you, do not be dismayed. Do not be afraid. I am with you. He will do the battle for you. In Romans 8.31 says, what shall we say then these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? You know, we got to speak the word of God. Every time we face a storm, we got to use the word of God against whatever it is that we're facing. You know, if, if, if somebody gives us a bad report, I'm going to tell you, whose report are you going to believe? I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. And his, come on, that's a song, that's a song, that's an old, old song. And his report says, I am healed. His report says, I am free. We have to speak you know, the word of God into the situation. We have to declare and we have to stand, you know, and that's why Joshua was having this victory. Why? Because he was standing upon the word of God. He was not moving to the right. He was not moving to the left. He was hearing the voice of God. And guess what? The enemy was listening and the enemy was afraid because look at the king. He's looking for help. He's looking for things to do. And God was already telling him, I am doing it. I have this. And all the, most of the time, you know what we need to do? Surrender. Stop trying to fight this on your own because you don't have all the answers. I'm sorry. Doesn't matter how, how lovely you may look. Doesn't matter how lovely you may speak. You don't have it all together. But God does. He has the final say. And he is in control. You know, and he has a way of turning things around. 
and he will fight for you. He will fight, one more time, he will fight for you. You know, when you lose all your energy and you don't have, and you can even raise your hands to praise him, God will say, I will lift you up. I will lift you up. He says, I give my angels charge over you. They will take you by what? By the hand, by the hand, and they will hold you up, you know? So he will give you that strength to fight the battles, you know? And but look what he says. But even with that, he's going to help you. Look what he says in verse 11. And it happened that the enemies, you know, what Joshua started to pursue them and Joshua was, was started to at the, attack them, you know, because he, he said earlier, you know, that, that Joshua marched all night long, you know, while the enemy was sleeping, guess what Joshua was doing? He was marching. You know, that's a, that's a thought right there. Sometimes we need to press on. Sometimes we, we cannot be asleep. We have to be marching. We have to be declaring. We have to be speaking the word of God, you know, and that's what Joshua did. They said they marched all night long and they overtook them, you know, and they overtook them. And as they were going after them, guess who steps up? Here comes Father God <laughs> and his army of hosts. And it says in verse 11, and it happened as they fled before Israel and were on the distance of Beth Haram, that the Lord cast down large hailstones upon them. And they die. And it says there that, that more die from the hair, uh, the, the hailstones than them by the sword. You know, so the Lord was fighting for them. Come on. You do not fight by yourself. You know, you have the mighty God of Israel fighting by your side. And here he was fighting for them. He was declaring and he was moving forward in with them. You know, so they were having the victory. Why? Because the Lord was with them. You are not alone. You have the Lord on your side. You know, in John, in 1 John 4, 4, it says, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them. You are of God and have overcome them because he is in you. It's greater than he that is in the world. In other words, you already got this. You already have the victory. You already have it. Just declare. Just stand upon his promises. Just stand upon his word. Because if Joshua would have doubted the Lord, he would not have had all these victories in this chapter. Come on now. That he was able to go after kingdom and kings and, and defeat them all. Well, because he believed, because he trusted God, you know, so therefore he had the victory, you know, so that's why we need to make sure that we press on with the word of God, that we need to move forward with him, that we need to trust him no matter what's going on, because like I said earlier, whose report are we going to believe? I'm going to believe the report of the Lord, you know. I could believe the report of the Lord, you know, and, and Matthews 11, 12, he says that the violent take it by force. You know, like I said earlier, we need to stop retreating and we need to move forward. We need to go forward. We need to fight the good fight of faith. We need to stand firm upon his promises. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord as for me 
in my house. You know what? I have a little victory that I dance that I got to do, you know, because, you know, you know, guess in, in Cumberland County yesterday, I had my lovely daughter from Florida. You know, she came up, you know, she's going through some things. You got to keep her in prayer. Come on now. Whose kids don't come, don't, don't, don't have some stuff. But my lovely daughter. Come on. My lovely daughter was in the house. You thought that Sandra was my only daughter? <laughs> I got my other baby girl from Florida. And God is doing a work. But you know what? Because prayer, because holding on to the promises of God, because holding on to his word and believing and trusting. And sometimes all we have to do is just pray and leave it in his hands because he's got this. He's got this. So she's in the house and she's hearing and she's receiving, you know, and, 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 and God's going to continue to do his work. But that was just, that's for me, it was like, woo, baby. I was, I was so excited to have her there, you know. So God does what we cannot do. God does the impossible. And guess what? And he's still going to continue to move. And he's still going to continue to touch. And he's still going to continue to reveal. And he's gonna, still going to continue to heal. So if you're praying for healing, healing is coming. I don't care who says what. We all go through stuff. Come on now. We all have our issues. We all have our situations. We all have our pain. We all have our discomfort. We all are dealing with one thing or another. But greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And no weapon from against you will prosper. And God is making a way. And God will fight for you. You know, God will fight for you. You know, it got, the time has come that the church to rise up and declare the word of God and speak the word of God over their situation. And when you hear something is not right, you need to speak against it. You need to stand up. Because we are God's hands and mouthpiece extended upon this earth. You know, we need to declare. Jesus did everything that he was going to do when he did it on Calvary. When he died for us on Calvary. He did it all. He gave us the victory. And now he's telling us, it's your turn. Arise up, just like he told Joshua. Arise up and move. Arise up and fight the good fight of faith. Because I have given them to you. I have delivered. Your victory is in what you're going to be saying, what you're going to release from your mouth. You know, release, release the word of the Lord. Release the word of truth. Release the word of healing, of restoration. Release that word upon your family, upon your kids, upon the church, upon the situation. You don't understand it? Surrender it to God. You don't, you don't, you don't know what to do and you're pulling your hair out? Say, Lord, here it is. Give me your peace. Because you know what? In the middle of the storm, you can have peace. In the middle of the difficulty, you can still have peace. Yeah, it doesn't feel good, but you can still have peace. Why? Because, you know, at the our faith is not by what we, what we have or don't have. Our, our faith depends upon the Lord. And our faith grows because we're going to trust God. We're going to wait upon him because we know that he's coming through. We know that he's making our way. And your breakthrough, my brothers and sisters, is right there. Whether if it's healing, whether if it's a, a, a family situation, oh, come on, 
talking about family situation. Look at my lovely Sandra and my lovely son, Jason, yesterday in that testimony as they were sharing, you know, in the preaching, how God has moved upon them and how God has given them the blessing. You know, God is in charge. He's in control. He has not left you. He hasn't forsaken you. And that's why, you know, Joshua was able to have the victory. Not only that, 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 that victory, but Joshua even caused him to have more time to fight. And I'm going to close with this. You know, Joshua you know, told the son to be still so he can win the battle because he needed more time. You know, the time for everything is in God's hands. God will give you the time that you need. Don't think that just because the clock is running out that, okay, this is it. This is it. This is it. God will make a way just like he did for Joshua. That he, he held the sun back. He held the moon in his place. And Joshua was able to fight the good fight, you know, and he had the victory. Why? Because the Lord was with him and the Lord is with you. And the Lord has given you the victory you know, already in Christ Jesus. So this morning, my brothers and sisters, surrender it to the Lord. Say, here it is, Lord, I can't deal with this. Here it is, the situation. I I don't know how to handle it, Lord. And say, Lord, here it is. I surrender it to you. I'm going to trust you that you're going to fight for me. You're going to fight for me. You have my family in your hands. You have my, my situation in your hand. You have my job in your hands. You have a, this situ, the financial situation in your hand. And guess what? God will make a way. He already has figured it out for you. The word of God says that your days are ordered by the Lord. That means that the Lord already prepared a certain format for you to walk through. You need to make sure that you hold on to that and you trust him because he goes with you. Just like he was with Joshua. Joshua had the victory upon victory upon victory as he held on to the word of God. And as he moved forward, God was just touching. God was just delivering. God was just making a way for him. So if God is for you again, who can be against you? My brothers and sisters, I pray that I made some sense this morning. But you know, God is so good. God is so good. And I'm going to say it again. God is so good that he's fighting the war for you. He's there by your side. He's telling you, I got this. Rest upon me. Rest upon his promises and declare it and speak it. Like I said, I saw my daughter there and it was, whoo, man. So I saw my two daughters there side by side. That was like, <gasps> kind of took my breath away, you know, and I, I become very emotional sometimes. So I apologize for that. But, you know, when I see God moving and I see God doing different things that I have no way of doing it myself, I have no way of controlling it. But God is moving in certain ways. I say, thank you, Jesus, because you're fighting the battle. You're moving on my behalf and on the behalf of the family. You're restoring, you're healing, you're turning things around. And guess what? And he's doing it for you. He's doing it for every single one of you. So speak life over your situation. 
speak the love of God and you shall see how things are being turned around and your healing is there and restoration is there and deliverance is there. And above all, the peace and the comfort of God will take you through this, will sustain you and show you how much he loves you as you see it. Because that's the love of God. When I see my daughter, that's the love of God. When I see my lovely Sandra, yeah, 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 Sandra, I love you. And And I know that I don't say it all the time. I'm always busy. But you, and I want everybody to know that. That she's my daughter, you know, and I love her. And and God has done such a great work in her. And I'm so proud of her. And I know she doesn't like it. She doesn't like to be talked about her. But guess what? I got to talk about her. You know, she's special. You know, she means a lot to me. You know, so God has blessed me so much. And I am so grateful that I'm able to sit before you and look upon my family. And be grateful that God has blessed me so much. You know, with my sons and my daughters, my grandson and my little granddaughter. And she's so special. Oh, oh yeah, and this <laughs> Jason, Pastor Jason, of course, and Matthew. Anyway, I gotta go. I'm having too much fun this morning, but God is so good. God is so good. Let us let us close with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I just thank you. And I praise you, Father God, that you're so good. You're so wonderful. I thank you that you that you always surprise us, Father God, in one way or another. Help us not to overlook, Father God, when you are moving in our lives. Help us to see and to give you the praise and to give you the glory and to give you the honor, to give you the worship that you deserve, Father. To acknowledge you in every situation, Father God, because you are with us. And if you are with us, who can be against us? Thank you for every home, every family represented, every marriage represented, Father. And I pray your blessings to be upon them. I pray for healing. I pray for restoration. I pray for peace. I pray for the joy of the Lord to be upon them. I thank you for this day. Bless them, keep them throughout this week, Father. Reveal things to them, Father God. Answer their prayers, Lord. I thank you in advance. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen. Have a blessed week my brothers and sisters, and we see each other soon.